Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, welcome back to the Confident Woman Podcast. Today, we are talking about the bad, the dirty C word. And it is not probably what you're thinking about. We are talking about comparison today. As we all know, people always call the comparison the thief of all joy. And we are going to talk about why that is and why you should not compare. Yes. And comparison is just, oh, it's just such a dirty word because (laughs) we find ourselves actually doing this on a regular basis. So whether we're comparing ourselves to somebody who is a better parent or a better spouse. And so we just find this, we're comparing ourselves every single day and every minute. And it's just like, once we have that awareness, we can kind of put a stop to it. And we'll talk about that later. But how comparison literally just sucks the joy out of you. Right. And I think we talked about before, like before we talked a lot about comparison with comparison to things that aren't real, whether it's on social media or whatever, we're making this comparison. But today we want to talk about like comparing yourself to things that are very real because there's always going to be somebody that's better. There's always going to be somebody that has something that you want or that you wish you could do. And that's fine. But how to, where to place your thoughts when you find yourself doing those kinds of things. Yes. And that's something that we both have personal stories on that as well. And going back to like the, and I use like the air quotes as somebody's always better with the er, mm-hmm. and there's going to be somebody prettier, better, wealthier, you name it. And so when we get caught up in that comparison, it just, oh my gosh. So it stunts us from what we're actually able to do with our lives, like where we're the direction that we're called to be. And when we're constantly in the flow, look, I know that, that we can get caught up with comparing somebody else's chapter or where they're at. And that's what keeps us stuck. But when we're comparing ourselves from like where we were yesterday to today to tomorrow, that's fine in in that sense. But it's the whole concept that we get caught up in. And especially with the way society has put these, I guess, the criteria that we should be on. Right. Exactly. And I think too, we're always comparing because we think we have to be those other people or we're not enough if we're not at those level of uh, of where others are at. And so I like like this quote that my dear friend Rachel here sent me this awesome devotional book <laughs> that I am in love with and obsessed with. And I found this quote in there that I think speaks exactly what we're talking about today, where it says, our joy should not be found in being better than others, but in being the best we can be. So rather than comparing ourselves to, wow, I want to weigh as much as this person or have as long, beautiful hair as this person or have my skin be as clear as this person or my bank account be whatever it is that we're comparing to, but rather look at ourselves internally and decide what we want and what can we strive for to be that best person? How can I be the best Aaron that I can possibly be? I'm not trying to be Rachel. I'm trying to be Aaron, but the best Aaron I can be. So I don't need to compare myself to Rachel. I need to compare myself to who I was before and where I want to go and make those measurements daily based on what I'm trying to achieve and who I know that I can be. Yeah. And that's actually, that's a really great quote that was in the book, The Confident Woman, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so when, like Aaron has said, when we start comparing ourselves onto where we were yesterday to today, and then have that competition set amongst ourselves, knowing that every day we try to become the best version of ourselves. And what, however that may look to you is that that's your only direct competition. Right. And that's the only person that you should be in competing against. Now, it's okay, in our opinion as well, to use other people as like 
a sense of role modeling. And I think we had talked about that before is that there's a difference of role modeling as in we're trying to cookie cutter our lives to what they're doing versus using that as, you know, inspiration versus I want to be the next whoever is the next big thing at this time and trying to ride those coattails where you can just really enhance like where you're at and what you're doing. Right. And I think too, since it's women primarily, obviously that we're talking about, I found, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way, that women can be the most catty when it comes to that because we want to be better than each other. I don't know why that happened in nature. <laughs> it does, but it like, really does. But women can be really catty and really awful toward each other. Like it's hard to let another woman shine with because you feel inferior. You're not, yeah, yeah, you feel inferior. So you're. So that's why I feel like people try to always be better than all these people because they nobody likes to feel that way. No one wants yeah. to feel like all these people are better than me. So we internally strive to be better instead of just accepting someone being really great at what they are and I'm really good at this and Rachel's really good at this and so-and-so is good at that and just letting it be what it is that we're always trying to to outshine other people instead of just shining exactly where we are and letting them shine and where they are. And I think that if women understood how powerful that they could be together, if they just focused on each other's strengths and they did, did it together, there would be no need for that. There would be no, because you would have that validation and you'd feel good about yourself because how good you are at something complements how good somebody else is at something else. Exactly. And that's actually leading into our next point is that comparison versus collaboration. Right. And so when we look at things from a standpoint, when we're really confident in who and what we bring to the table, then you can also stand out from the next person instead of looking at that as a measuring stick and saying, well, I'm just better than that person. No, you're just owning who you are. And so- For example, Aaron and I, we have completely different strengths, but yet we have very similar, we bring bring a lot similar to the table. So we strive off of each other's strengths. And when you have that collaboration, it's just like this beautiful relationship. And whether that's in a friendship or a spousal partner relationship, it can take you so much further when you're actually working with them. So you work with the grain versus against the grain. And that's what we were just taught kind of in that upbringing is that we need to stand out, you know, especially even into sports too. I mean, we see this all the time, but also into entrepreneurship. Like we have to collaborate because I'm not going to be the best. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, like I am awful at tech. Just, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like, I don't even know how to do that stuff, but I would outsource that because instead of me trying to spend time learning something so that I could become the best of it, which is just not going to happen, I can outsource that to somebody who that is their strengths. And so when you marry your strengths with like weaknesses in a sense, and I hate using that word, but like you're just not as strong in that aspect. Because you can always get better at everything. So your weaknesses should never be an excuse, but understanding and knowing what they are and seeing that in other people to collaborate is, is great. And what you were saying too with like the sports example is last night, I play pickup basketball and usually I'm the only girl. I always joke around that I'm probably going to be the only like, I'm going to be like 65 year old woman out there playing pickup games still and I will rock it. But we were playing last night and a girl showed up halfway through and like, I feel like typical Aaron five, six, seven years ago would be like uh, competitive. So I'm like, well, I got to be better than her. I got to stand my ground. I got to, I got to let her know who the woman of the court is. And that's me. And there's only room for one here. And just like the growth over the time and understanding that. And she was the same way. She showed up halfway through us playing last night. We ended up on the same team and 
we killed it together. Like I didn't feel threatened by her and she didn't feel threatened by me. Instead of like sizing each other up like women typically do and, you know, not passing the ball to each other because we want to have the line, all that stuff. We played so well together and I don't want to brag, but our team won. We were the only team with the two girls on it and we ended up winning. So because we played together, because I think her and I were both at that level. And I mean, that's just a metaphor, obviously in a physical sports related area, but I think that's, comparable on and off the court when two women see each other and they see each other as teammates and people that can work together instead of sizing each other up and trying to compete how much can be done yes I 100% agree on that and that's just you know using that parallel with sports but again it could be whether it's in your business or right. you know if, if you're a parent or something instead of looking at another mom as well uh, it's like right. a competition I know that I hear this all the time I'm <laughs> obviously I'm not a parent but you hear this all the time with like friends and just it's just like you know, you got to stay in your lane. You got to focus on what you're good at, what you can do and what you can control. And you're not going to, you can't control what other people think or any of that stuff. And, you know, we talk about sports and, you know, I'm a fitness competitor as well. So obviously it's a single sport. So it's just me on Mm -hmm. the stage being judged solely by my, for my body. And it's like, okay, you know, we can go into that deeper, but backstage, we're all just women. We're all there for the same common goal, but we're supportive of each other. And so, you know, we come together, like, you know, doing the things that girls need help with. And you're not going to look at them and say, oh, I'm not going to help you, you know, tie your suit or something like that because I hope it falls off and you, Eh. you know, whatever. You know, that's just so catty. And it's just when you have that. like in that arena? Oh, like fitness, bodybuilding, because from what I see from like the people that I know that do it, it seems like it is very supportive of each other it is and really is. think that in that yeah because you think if you're just out there it's just girls against girls right. and it, because we get, we've kind of had that rep growing up is that we're trying to outshine the other person and we're just we're that competitive cattiness but when we collab we come together because we're all there for the same common goal we're bringing the best package that we can on stage and that's just the same thing is that you're becoming the best version of yourself so if you're just staying where you're at then that's all there is. And we're all there to support each other. And would you say too, I feel like in that fitness world as well, because everybody that's there obviously worked their butts off yes. to get to where they are. Yes. They've sacrificed, they've done, you know, whatever it is that they needed to do to put themselves in that position. So I feel like there's got to be like a sense of like a mutual respect and understanding of like, we all worked our asses off to get here and we're here. Obviously we all want to win. But we're not all going to. Not right. everyone yeah, can it, win. But like, is there more like that sense of like camaraderie where it's like, hey, I get the struggle that you've absolutely, been through. Absolutely. And that that's what happens behind, you know, backstage when we're all together is that we're, it is that sense of camaraderie. We're, we're all there. Mm-hmm. The same common purpose is that we worked so hard to bring our best packages to stage. But yes, as in any competition, there's only one winner. Right. So you don't go home like feeling like, you know, you didn't have that support because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's just in any any sport, any competition, um, right. you know, wh- whether it's a team sport or a single individual sport. Right. I think that's just like a good way to think of things too, because no matter where you are in your life or your business or whatever it is that you're trying to do is to like find those people because we all work so hard to get to where we are and to do what we do. Most people, I would say, that have reached a certain level of success, they put it in the time and sacrifice and whatever, instead of like looking at them as competition and how can I be better and outshine them versus how can I support them and be respectful of what they've done and hopefully receive that back from other women instead of being so competitive. Yeah, I agree. And and we can even take that into like our field and, Mm -hmm. you know, just working together that when women show up to support each other, so much greatness happens and, and we shouldn't have to look at what is holding us back 
because not everybody's coming to the table with the same kind of expectation. That if you just are showing up real and you actually admit that you need help, that's where somebody can come in and we need to kind of let our guard down and say, hey, you know, I'm willing to accept that. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. And then you never know when you're admitting that, when you're showing up and you're asking for help, be willing to receive it because you never know who's going to be on the rece- or on the other end of the line so that you can receive it and say, hey, you know what? I'm actually really good in that industry or that field or that whatever. And all of a sudden now, not only are you developing a business relationship, but you're also developing a relationship beyond that, which mm-hmm. in turn can be your self-development relationship because yeah. now you're actually stepping into owning who you are. And that is accepting and embracing your your flaws, your strengths, your weaknesses. And that we're not, that life is just not a competition. Right. We want to make it one, but it's not. <laughs> I, I, no, because competition is only one winner, but there isn't one. We're, it, we're all coming together as a collaboration. Exactly. And when we look at compare, it's usually just in like one aspect of life that you're trying to compare all of this with. So, and I even look about like going back to my high school and my collegiate sports life. It's funny because like, you don't even know some of these women, but since they go into another school and they're on another team, they're your competition. And so you never talk to them or anything like that. And it's weird to think like after college is over and after everything, you meet some of these people and they become your best friends. And it's like, why, why were we never friends before? Just because we wore a different Jersey, just because we did something different or we were on another team or whatever. So no, I think that's important just to realize, just to see people for who they are. I think competition is the best thing in the world. I don't want, in some aspects, I think it's great because it pushes people to be better. It pushes you. I want people to compete with. I need somebody better than me. So I have something to strive for, but in a healthy way, not right. a, not a, cause I need this to feel as good a about myself and be way. better, yes. feel better about myself. But as, as somebody like, I like to see women doing better than me. So I have something to strive for, something to push me forward. And so yes. it's like that healthy competition. When you're but, using it for like a positive reinforcement, it's, it, that's where right. really good at versus dinging on our ego and, and our sense of worth and just saying, okay, well, that person's already made it. I'm just, you know, right. you know I might as well just throw it in the towel. I'm not going to make it. And, <laughs> you know, and we, we can go both right. ways on that as well. But at the end of the day, when we come together to support each other, that's really where we all shine together. And I think it just has that community of women is that, isn't that the whole point? We really want to inspire and empower, encourage each other, like to take it to the next level. Exactly. Yep. All about growth. So, so in wrapping it up, obviously our thoughts on comparison, it's a good thing if you're just using it for yourself to push yourself and grow yourself, just striving to be the best version of yourself possible, not trying to be like somebody else or be better than someone else just for the purpose of outshining them. Just be yourself, outshine yourself each day and continue to grow. So with that, we are out and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thank you so much.